0: This episode is brought to you by Communications Training for Coffee Teams, a new Mapper Forward workshop tailored to get your team communicating more confidently to improve general mental health as well as business profitability. Click the link in the show notes for further details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and sadly, this is episode five of a five-part series with Melissa Urtuswastigi, and we are talking about product life cycles today. I want to start this episode by referring back to something, Melissa, that you said in our World of Coffee series, where you were talking about how if people don't start to understand um, that different products have product life cycles and they start connecting that and introducing new products into the mix, then their product life cycle, if they only have one product, ends up becoming their business life cycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Off the back of that, tell us why it's important to understand a product life cycle and what it is.
1: There are two things. I think that you mix them both mm-hmm. in the, under the same umbrella. Yep. Product life cycle is like the time that a, a, any specific product has. Yep. Since launch, you know, to like to sales and needing decline, the next right? product, right? Exactly, and then you have product mix, right? Mm-hmm. Have different like if you have if you own a coffee shop you sell coffee of course you might sell some pastries, but there are also some other um, revenue streams that you can uh, uh, you know uh, leverage yeah like merchandising like education like and publishing magazines whatever right or mm-hmm. art even so then you have different different revenue streams under the same brand under the same identity. Mm-hmm. So going back to prof life cycle is this and this also connect with season seasonability and is that yeah season yeah seasonability. seasonability seasonality so, seasonality yes sorry sorry I'm Mexican English is my second language <laughs> you're doing amazing <laughs> do you know how smart I'm in Spanish?
0: <laughs> we have a friend who
1: says the same thing. <laughs> and 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 Sofia Vergara. Okay, so um yeah, I want to I want to I want to use this this uh, amplifier amplifier this platform to to tell to people be kind to second languages. It's very hard for us, you know, to speak English. So don't get, don't judge us if we, if
0: we say something. Done. <laughs> uh, I I have the same problem when I'm speaking Arabic. I say to people all the time, I wish that you could understand me in English because I'm actually really smart in English and I'm super stupid in Arabic. Like if you spoke to me in Arabic, you would think I was super dumb and you wouldn't. But, and please, I'm not. <laughs> and
1: I'm, i hope I'm not. Anyway, go ahead. I totally get you. Bear with me. Okay, so product life cycle, uh, seasonability, you know, winter drops, uh, summer drops. So you, you you need to tailor your product offering to the season. And you need to understand what people crave in the different seasons of the Mm -hmm. year. It depends on the country, of course, right? Like in Europe, you know, we have the different seasons. Mm -hmm. Back in Mexico, you only have hot weather and winter a little bit. So (laughs) it doesn't change much. And not so Exactly. Not so hot, right? So you have different. But if you have these at least two, then you need to adapt your Mm -hmm. your menu to what people crave during that period, right? Mm -hmm. So... Fresher things, fruity things. I don't know, I'm not the expert, but you need to understand your audience and then and, and how it connects with the with the cravings. Mm-hmm. And also to maintain the interest of the people. Mm-hmm. Like different drops. Like I'm dropping a, a, a new blend every two months or every or I'm dropping a special edition in collaboration with a local artist. Mm-hmm. So then you create a different product that will sell on top of your normal sales mm-hmm. and also will attract, you know, some some awareness and some new consumers or the ones that you already have to keep them, you know, engaged. So having different
0: product life cycles, well, having new products being introduced in a way that aligns with your brand identity and your brand values and understanding how to link that in with the way that you're through, communicating through social media. This is all the different things that we've been drawing on from our, our previous episodes, right? And it sounds like what we're saying here is having a rhythm about all of that actually increases the business life cycle. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and and when we were talking at World of Coffee, a big problem was that people thought that they opened the business and then they don't have to adapt or they don't have to change or they don't have to keep evolving. And that's what was shortening their business life cycle. And for anyone who doesn't mm-hmm. un- know what I'm, I mean by business life cycle, it's from the time your business is conceived yep. to opening to going out of business. So... Your job as a business owner is to keep creating momentum and excitement and, and traction so that you are bringing people into your marketing funnel so that they can discover your business. And the more people you're bringing in and the better attuned you get to helping communicate what your brand is, the more people you're going to convert from coming into the top of your sales funnel, you widen the bottom of your sales funnel and your marketing funnel, Right. More, yeah, more. Right, so, so the idea is that you want to be collecting all of these different beautiful jewels that Melissa is talking about in these five episodes. You want to start linking them in, so that you can start thinking outside of the box of what other businesses are doing in your area, and start thinking about, well, hold on, how do I understand the kind of consumer I want to attract? And what are the different, what's the flow of the seasons and the holidays and and all of that kind of thing? How can I communicate that better? And like daisy chain, link up product cycle after product cycle after product cycle after product cycle that speaks to the different consumer categories or customer personas that you've got in your business so that you've got this constant, beautiful momentum that's building and growing and that's what's gonna lead to a longer business cycle. Go ahead, Melissa.
1: Let me provide some color. Uh, you mentioned that so you understand the, the consumer, but also, in and and, but also, that you said the different categories of consumers. Yeah. But also, that the same consumer has different, yeah, uh, different moments. Mm-hmm. Birthday, graduation, mm-hmm. summer, winter. So the same consumer, you you have different moments to to engage with them, and then different products for different categories, and it doesn't have to be that difficult. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you need to buy more coffee, more origins. No, sometimes it's just changing the packaging, up there. You know, giving an extra something, something, something to 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 make the difference. Creating gift boxes, or I don't know think um, about events. what is happening like just doing events.
0: events you know um uh bringing people in that could give a talk or could help the consumer engage like having dating speed dating in cafes and all these di- like it's different seasons of a person's life cycle like some of your your book club. Book, yeah. club book club book club yeah. game night trivia yeah. night like or, or you know brunch that has, I don't know, do something weird with brunch, whatever it is, like it's a way of discovering, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, one of my clients last year was convinced that their consumer was not price sensitive. Mm-hmm. And this is again, a season, right? Like the world is, is experiencing a season of economic shifting mm-hmm. and different people are experiencing that season differently so we wanted to test it. We noticed that there was a drop in sales, but we didn't understand if it was because of price sensitivity because they have very expensive coffee. So mm-hmm. instead of just assuming, no, no, the consumer not price sensitive. There must be another reason that they're not buying. Let's test it. So we started a really fun conversation around a different coffee that we were offering for the first time that was going to be a holiday offering. We mm-hmm. sold out. Mm-hmm. we offered it again, we sold out again. Same price, right? Same price. Price is not the issue. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. This was a cheaper coffee. So so, ah, okay. mm-hmm. so we, we offered this at half the price that we sell the other coffee. Ah, okay. And okay. it sold out. So we offered it again to see, like, were we at the end of the number of consumers that we have uh, on this mailing list that would buy this? No, it sold out again. And so we started to realize there is a conversation that's happening in our consumer base that we were not tapped into and they are experiencing a shift in their season. So they've gone from being completely non-price sensitive into a new season of their life where they have to be price sensitive. And so now we have to present that.
1: Maybe they're not even aware, Hmm? you know. they, they They are price sensitive or they need to be more price sensitive. Yeah.
0: It was it was a really wonderful experiment that that opened both of our eyes. And I guess you know this is where I want to ask you about um how do you know when the product that you're that you're introducing um how do you know what the cycle is going to have a long life cycle a small life cycle how do you do the testing to figure out if a product should go from should, should actually be a part of your product offerings and a product yeah. cycle
1: yeah, there's no magic. They're like we can't see the future, but normally what you do is to analyze the past. That's the only the only right. resource that you have. Understand what what's what had happened in the past. Observe your consumer. Talk to them. Sometimes you just need to ask them, "Do you like? Would you like if I do this or that?" And you can get feedback, and then you test it. But there's no magic, wound that you will uh, you know. And and he will tell you that the the life you need to test it, mm-hmm. make educated guess. I'm sorry, there's no right answer. You need to like start paying attention. That's what I would say. And then you will you will be able to see it for yourself. But then you have like if if, if we're talking about season or season, season seasonality <laughs> season, seasonality, you know how how far how long is the summer? So you can like you know you you can make a plan on that. Mm-hmm. You need to. Actually, this is February, right? Yeah, we should be working on the summer lunch already. Yeah. What? Well, depending on what part of the world you're in, right? I'm in Australia yes, I'm sorry, remember, yes. for the minute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if I'm here in Dubai, I should be. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Just beep. pretend. Beep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, go on. We should be. We should be working on that. We should be working on the summer lunch yeah. because you need at least. Two months to prepare, to communicate, and then to drop. So we're late. <laughs> yeah. If you're not thinking in your summer cycle, you're late.
0: Yeah. Wow. Is there anything else about product life cycle that we need to cover before we wrap this series up?
1: Pay attention. Document it. You know, understand what you're doing, what you have been doing. Don't mm-hmm. leave it. You know, organically. Be smart in 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 your forecast for the next next year mm-hmm. pay attention to sales pay attention to what people demand yeah that's the, the whole theme of all of this right like I was
0: thinking before there are a lot of small business owners out there that are listening to this that are saying but I'm just exhausted you're asking me to do yeah. things that I have no more energy yeah. to pay attention to because right now I'm trying to figure out how to keep my business afloat I'm trying to figure out how to pay my payroll and to to make sure I've got enough roasted coffee and my bills are paid. Like that's the reality of what's going on. And I think what you're saying is this is worth the investment. If you want to survive, if you want to increase the life cycle of your business, this kind of marketing and, and awareness about branding and consumer behavior is the thing that's going to get you there.
1: Because if you make a plan and it's and, – and, uh, Based on data and observation, you will be more efficient in your other costs. You will reduce your op- operational costs mm. because you're gonna buy smarter. You're gonna be more planned, And so you're gonna reduce. And intentional. Sometimes, most of the time, most of the businesses are just being reactive, mm. and we're not. Lo- we're launching this campaign. We're printing assets, right? And because they don't plan ahead, they always print with an overcost because it's urgent. Mm-hmm. If you plan. You will reduce your cost. You will be smarter. So you, it's not that you need more money. You move it to to the to the planification, to the understanding what you're doing, mm-hmm. to make uh, smarter decisions.
0: I love it, Melissa. If somebody wanted to hire you, because you are a consultant in this, um, yes. folks, she's mine. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got her busy on every product project that could possibly happen. But unfortunately, she still does have space so that if you do want to hire her and break my heart.
1: But anyway, where can people contact you? Brandingmatters.ae, my webpage. There's my uh, contact there or my uh, Instagram, Mel, your tool, Mel URTU. Yeah, we'll have links you, in you, the show notes. Yeah. What were we going to say? My dog, a lot of my dog. <laughs> I use my Instagram as personal but where are my dog and LinkedIn don't don't be shy ask me I love to I would love to answer any questions or Mm -hmm. any any follow-up that you might have yeah perfect
0: all right Melissa thank you so much this has been fantastic I'm so happy that the world got to see how brilliant you are on this stuff so thank you for everything that you're doing in the specialty coffee world and with all the people that we're all connected with. We all love you. You know that we're lucky to have you in our lives. And I'm excited for more people to get to know you folks. And I'm serious. Watch this space. This shit is going to get transformed because of this woman. So thank you. (laughs) Bye. Uh, actually, Melissa, can you sign off the episode? Peace, love and be about (laughs) it. Have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye.